0: Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, August 17th. Doxing, deliberating, and debating. Former President Donald Trump's legal woes are dominating the 2024 race. We'll bring you up to speed. We've seen in the last 24 to 48 hours a slew of polls that sort of capture where we are in the American political landscape. Three things appear to be true. Keep them all in mind. Majorities of Americans, including a significant majority of independents, believe that Donald Trump behaved illegally in many of these cases that he is facing right now in courts of law. That's one. Two, Donald Trump's strength And standing as the frontrunner in the Republican nomination race has never been more secure than it is right now. He is at his strongest point against his fellow Republicans. Keep that in mind. That, of course, gives pause to non Trump Republicans who are concerned, given what I said about the majority of Americans and independents about his legal woes, that he is not the best candidate to put forward in a general election that he may guarantee a loss for them. But now keep in mind this third point. All the general election polling that is out there, and yes, it's very early, 15 months to go, that does a hypothetical matchup between Trump and Biden, they're in basically a dead heat. So think about that. What does that say about Joe Biden's standing, that given, number one, where a majority of Americans and independents are about Donald Trump's legal woes that he behaved illegally, what does that say that he's actually still in margin of error, dead heat race with the incumbent president? That is the American political landscape in August of 23. So let's catch you up on some of the latest developments here. In both the federal and state 2020 election interference cases, there are new threats against a D.C. judge and Georgia grand jurors. We're learning more about when Trump is expected to turn himself in and how things might play out after that. And CNN has some new reporting on where Donald Trump's head is and the kind of advice he's getting about whether or not to debate his primary challengers next week in Wisconsin. First, in the case out of Washington, police say a Trump supporter in Texas is now in custody after she allegedly threatened to kill federal judge Tanya Chutkin if Trump doesn't get reelected in 2024. Prosecutors say in court filings and in a criminal complaint that the Trump supporter left an alarming voicemail for Chutkin using a racial epithet and warning that she and her family will be targeted. CNN has reached out to all the parties involved for comment and didn't hear back by the time we published this podcast. Down in Georgia, where Trump was indicted this week along with 18 others for their efforts to overturn the 2020 election in that state, a law enforcement official tells CNN there's concern for the grand juror's safety after some possible doxing. I'll let CNN's Nick Valencia explain more the unfortunate reality of georgia law is that these jurors names are made public they were published in the indictment that was released earlier this week and as a result now of doing their civic duty their lives are in danger And it was overnight that we learned from doni O'Sullivan that far-right individuals anonymous individuals are calling for violence against the fulton county jurors and in some cases uh, some of their addresses purportedly belonging to some of these jurors made their way online including social media profiles photos CNN cannot independently verify those posts. We're not naming the website where they appeared. But the names of some of those jurors appear to match the official names given on that indictment. So far, those Fulton County jurors have not spoken publicly. But security continues to be something that's a main issue for those tied to the legal process here. And there are still deliberations going on regarding when Donald Trump will surrender in Georgia. A source with knowledge of the talks tells CNN. That they're still working out the logistics with District Attorney Fonnie Willis' office, the Sheriff Department, and the Secret Service. This means the former president's surrender is expected next week, not today or tomorrow, but next week before that August 25th deadline. Remember, This will not be like Trump's previous court appearances in the three other criminal cases he had been facing. A court filing shows prosecutors want the 19 defendants' arraignment, including Trump's, to take place the week of September 5th and the trial to start the day before Super Tuesday in March 2024. Of course, expect these calendar items to change. Things are still quite fluid and dependent upon judicial approval. As for that debate next week, It is pretty clear that Donald Trump is not likely to attend. Of course, with all things Donald Trump, you never know if he's going to pull a surprise at the last minute. But his advisors, his truth social indicates he's not interested in getting on a debate stage with a slew of competitors that he is running far ahead of in the polls right now. So what will he do? Well, of course, in Donald Trump fashion, he and his team are looking for possible counter programming ideas. As for his competitors, they have been urging him to appear on the debate stage. In fact, a brand new Quinnipiac University poll out this week showed 57 percent of Republican and Republican leaners saying they believe if you qualify for the debate, you should actually partake and get on the debate stage. Give a listen to Ron DeSantis on Fox News Radio on Wednesday. You have to earn this nomination. Nobody's entitled to it. You got to get up there and you got to answer questions. So he owes it to people to go up there and debate. He needs to tell people, first of all, they're going to ask about, you know, a lot of his unfulfilled promises from when he ran in 2016. And here was Chris Christie on Fox News on Tuesday. If he is not willing to show up at the debate, what he's saying is he is unwilling to do two things to defend his conduct both at the end of his presidency and since he left. And he is unwilling to lay out his vision for the future about how to beat Joe Biden. He needs to do both. And Republican voters have the right to hear that compared and to the other candidates. Be... And Trump's former vice president, Mike Pence, has often said that he's looking forward to debating his former running mate. I'm looking forward to it. And I've been asked by a bunch of reporters. They said, how do you envision debating Donald Trump? And I, I hope he comes. I really do. But I always answer it the same way. I say I've I've debated Donald Trump a thousand times, (laughs) just not with the cameras on. (laughs) Of course, it is a truism in politics. When you are running towards the back of the pack, you always want the front runner on the stage to try to make your move. But what's so interesting about this particular field in this moment of this cycle, so few of them have been willing to take on Trump directly. I'm not sure it would matter all that much if indeed the former president was on the stage in terms of their strategies. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.